0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu everyone. Just wanted to come on here to do a bit of a short episode. Um, just talking about the fact that there's a difference between believing something and saying it. Like, um, basically, you know, when you try to speak positivity into things when you don't really believe it you're just trying so hard to get out of the discomfort and the pain that you might be in so you try to be like no no no, you know I'm fine I'm fine I'll be okay I'll be okay but you don't actually believe that and there's a lot of um, conflict happening inside of you when you do that because you're saying one thing you're thinking one thing but you're believing the complete opposite of that so it's bouncing away and you end up feeling worse because you're trying so hard to make yourself feel better. And it's not working. You end up feeling worse. So speak the truth of what you actually feel. When you're not feeling okay, say that you're not feeling okay. When there's certain things that you might need, like it might be having a difficult conversation with someone and speaking about your needs and your boundaries and how you're feeling, how you truly genuinely feel, not just like pretending, you know. Like, but first have that conversation with yourself. Have that conversation with Allah. Be genuine about how you actually feel and and give yourself the permission to be real, to be honest, to be blunt, to be direct and try your best not to be vague. So be specific when you talk about your feelings and what specific events have triggered certain feelings inside of you. Um... And allow yourself to sit with it, like honour it, ask yourself, where do you feel it in your body? Because everything that we have should be integrated within us. Um, But the problem is most of the time we choke ourselves off as in, oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And we stay in our heads and everything gets stored in our body. So we don't have a complete experience and that's why we feel so disconnected. That's why we feel so stuck because we're not actually being real with ourselves. So take it back to actually peeling back the layers of yourself, of your feelings, of being honest, of not just blanket statement, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's going to be okay. Um, Don't just use that as a plaster, you know, as a band-aid to put over everything Actually give yourself the chance to see what do you actually feel, what do you need in this moment, how can you honour yourself in a better way, how can you give yourself some love and compassion and what is the actual truth of what you feel. Are your thoughts in alignment with the reality or are you trying your best to put a positive spin on things when you don't actually believe it? Give yourself permission to say that I'm not okay. I'm not okay right now. I don't feel good right now. Be honest with yourself and with the people around you. Because at the end of the day, the more you kind of speak yourself into positivity when you don't believe it, you're lying to yourself. And you're allowing yourself to lie to other people and lie to the world. And you're literally disconnecting yourself From your true self. You're abandoning your inner child. And that inner child is calling out. There's a reason why you feel a certain way. So give yourself the permission to sit with those feelings, to really evaluate what is it that's going on under the surface. Don't just say, you know, it's going to be okay and I'm fine when people ask you. Sometimes it's a case of just being like, if someone asks you, are you okay? And the actual answer is no, but you don't want to go off into the massive story to bore them or, you know, (laughs) you just don't want to go into it. You can say, no, I'm not okay, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Thank you very much for asking. Alhamdulillah. (laughs) You don't actually have to have conversations with people that you don't want to have. But don't lie to people and say, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be okay. When you're not. You're just going to make yourself feel worse. There's a massive difference there and you don't want to have that conflict going on inside of you because you're literally neglecting yourself. And that's a habit that you've developed over time. So unravelling that habit takes awareness and it takes time as well. But the more aware you become the easier it will be for you to then sit from a place of integrity, a place of love, a place of compassion, a place of true honesty, and then be able to communicate your needs and your feelings in a much better way. I hope that makes sense. I know that was kind of like abstract. Um, But it's something that I found myself doing. And... When I've sat with myself and, and tried to understand what I actually feel beyond the surface, it's a lot deeper than that. Like, I'm not okay. And I have to allow myself to go to that place of pain and really feel it, rather than just saying, yeah, you know, I'm fine, I'm okay, when I'm not. <laughs> and it's completely okay to admit that to yourself. Because the more we go on in this denial, like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And you avoid yourself. (coughs) Alhamdulillah. Oh my gosh. The more you go on denying your own needs, your own feelings, the bigger the conflict is going to be inside of you. And the more you're going to be stuck in this cycle because you're not actually bringing light to the truth. You can't heal what you don't reveal. And I think that's really powerful, if you are not able to admit to yourself and reveal to yourself your true feelings, you can't heal it, you just can't. You end up thinking that you've got over it, it's the same thing as like, (laughs) okay, this is like not really related, but it kind of is. So, say for example, you're hungry, right? And now you've got the choice, you could either go and cook yourself a good healthy nutritious meal or you can go ahead and snack on the snacks that are there, Um, candies, (laughs) sweets, unhealthy things because you know that it's going to give you a sugar rush so you'll get the energy quickly, however not nutritiously. Or do you take the time, even though you're hungry, to cook a meal which might take you half an hour, an hour, hour and a half but you know that you're gonna be satisfied you're gonna be feeling like really good after it, but it just takes longer to get there so you gotta decide this it's it's like between um immediate gain with not necessarily good after effects <laughs> side effects or um like temporary pleasure or long-term gain yeah does that make sense because you know that if you went for the healthy meal and you cooked it yourself you know everything that's going into it you're the one that's in control of the flavor and the taste you know it's going to be according to how you like it but it's also going to be healthier and you're going to be much more satiated from it as in you'll feel fuller for longer so then you won't need to snack whereas if you chose the snacks and you know you're going to feel hungry in like half an hour again. And then you're going to snack again and then feel that sugar rush again. And then in half an hour you're going to feel like you need another one. <laughs> you just need another hit, another hit, another hit. <laughs> it's so funny. There's this doctor that I watch about fasting. Dr. Pradeep Jamnada. So, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to say his name. He's so good. But anyways, he talks about fasting. And it's really fascinating, Now, the way he talks about everything. Uh, And we've been indoctrinated to eat all the time. And if anyone tells you not to eat, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, the whole world is going to end. Like, what the hell, you're not going to eat? And you think you're starving yourself, but you're not. Um, fasting is actually really good for you that's why we fast in Ramadan as Muslims and it you feel how good you feel afterwards and your tummy shrinks so you don't even need to eat but as like you know Asian people we just cook so much and then we eat so much and we end up feeling absolute crap after and then it's like going to Taraweeh after that is just a mission and a half because you feel that pain in your tummy (laughs) it's so hard just to go down into sujood oh my god because of how much we eat but we don't actually need to do that like if we properly took fasting Fasting. oh my god I'm going completely off topic um <laughs> so the point that I was trying to make was this guy it was so funny he was talking about this this sense of going for the sugary stuff because you you think that oh my god I'm running out of energy let me just have something for like a quick um a quick sugar sugar fix and he was like when you have that snack that sugary thing that that candy or whatever sweets. Um, When you have it, thinking that you're going to get energy, you don't. What actually happens is it goes straight to the dopamine center of your brain. So basically, you've just got your hit because you're a junkie. You're addicted to sugar. So you've got your hit, your dopamine center is satisfied, and then you go about your day thinking you've just given yourself energy when in actuality, you've already got so much energy stored inside of you in the form of glucose, (laughs) which is already stored and you've got the fat stores in your body as well like everything is like your body is there to preserve you you are not gonna die from not eating it's really fascinating stuff to be honest um so like I've been trying to do one meal a day um most of the time sometimes I don't really do that um trying to do like 24 hour fasts but 20 hours if I can manage that 18 hours if I can't manage that um trying my best <laughs> days is not really like that but alhamdulillah i'm trying and i actually feel really good when i do do it if you fast by the way do water fasts in the daytime this is not like normal fasting like ramadan time this is like water fasts but if you feel like you're getting tired or crampy or anything at all like have some salt inside your water Like, when you're you're, um, hydrating yourself to give yourself electrolytes. So, make sure you put salt um, and try your best to make it, like, Himalayan salt or, like, you know, um, sea salt. And just put, like, a pinch of that in your water and it's really good. And also have warm water because it, I don't know, it does something inside your body. (laughs) Feels good. And it helps. And it's nice. And, um, completely off topic. So, anyways, I was talking about um, temporary pleasure or long-term gain. And you'd rather, like although you get the immediate and we're obviously living in a society where we we're all about the immediate gain right like if we can get it right now then that's great let's do it but that's not always the best option (laughs) and we're sacrificing our health here I mean if we're talking about the sugar and the healthy meals we're we're sacrificing our health Um, so think about what are you sacrificing And when it comes to your feelings and your emotions and lying to yourself, because it's easier to just say, yeah, I'm fine and get on with life. It's easier to say that. However, it's difficult in the long run, because although that gives you temporary pleasure of getting rid of a painful conversation and kind of trying to make yourself believe that everything will be fine, Just if you say that to yourself as if you believe it but you don't actually believe it because deep inside of you you've got feelings that you're denying so you don't actually feel all right you don't actually feel like it's going to be okay because those feelings are just going to keep coming up it's going to keep running in circles and inside of you um so the actual thing that you should do is honour your feelings, honour your emotions, say the truth if you don't feel good. If you feel good, then alhamdulillah, you know, like, you can tell people that, (laughs) That's great, but if you don't feel good, don't deny yourself, like, don't lie to yourself, don't lie to other people around you, because think about, like, what are you actually believing, and what are you saying, and how does it, like, does it gel together, or is there something inside of you that's, like, like something inside of you is screaming you're a liar like that's not true so you gotta ask yourself cause at the end of the day no one else can do it for you <laughs> no one can reach down inside of you and be like no this is the actual emotion you're feeling and try to pull it out of you like it just doesn't work that way right so you gotta decide yourself like what do you want how do you how do you want to live your life would you rather have difficult conversations and be able to honor your needs and express your feelings regardless of how someone takes it but knowing that you have sat from a place of compassion and a place of integrity and you've given yourself a chance to really um speak the truth of what you actually believe And you have this integration inside of you. So you feel better because you know you've said the truth. You know you've spoken about your feelings. You know you're capable of having difficult conversations. You know that you know yourself. You know, I think that in itself is a massive success. To know who you are, to know how you feel. And to be able to admit it to yourself and articulate it to people is a great success in itself. So you're going to ask yourself, do you really know who you are? Have you given yourself a chance to know who you are? Do you know what your beliefs are? Have you ever given yourself a chance to really dive in deep and see what you believe because it's really important <laughs> It is really important. Sorry, this is my cat, one of them anyways, like for me personally, um. Right now, I'm in a situation where I'm avoiding a difficult conversation. I really don't want to have it. (laughs) But in avoiding that, I'm realising that um, I'm triggered in different kinds of ways. And I've been denying a lot of things because I don't want to... Because my real feelings, in my humble opinion, were going to be too intense to speak about. So... I was scared to speak about them. Because I I was putting everyone else's needs before mine. I don't want to upset other people. I don't want to have that conversation where I know it's going to be difficult. Um, But deep inside, knowing that I need to have it. I need to speak. I need to get my feelings out. I need to honour my own emotions. And if it comes to the point where that means a friendship has to end or... Or I need to distance myself because it's really conflicting with my actual integrity of who I am as a person and what I want from life and my goals and aspirations and my feelings. If my my, my boundaries and my, my feelings are not really being honoured in this place, then I can't continue on this way. And I think that's why I'm avoiding it so much because I know that, that it's possibly going to end. So therefore... Um, if I have this conversation, it may end up having a drastic consequence, um, and therefore it's easier not to have the conversation and avoid it and pretend like nothing happened. (laughs) But that's not gonna actually get me the growth that I'm looking for in my life, and it's not gonna give me the integrity that I'm trying to keep inside of myself in honouring my own inner child. And in honouring my boundaries, my needs, expressing myself and being able to have difficult conversations. So that's like a skill that I'm trying to develop and being able to communicate more articulately, coming from a place of compassion and genuine um, um, genuine kind of empathy as well as sympathy and like not from a defensive mode. Like, coming from a place of wanting to resolve a conflict and wanting to have a compassionate um, communication talk that will um, allow things to be better moving forward. <laughs> so, being able to express articulately um, is quite a skill and it takes time. To learn and master, because it takes getting to know yourself before getting to know other people. So alhamdulillah um, I am trying, and it has um, I've been in avoidance for a little while, but then I realized that I've got this conflict inside of me because I'm saying one thing and I'm uh, believing another, and I don't actually want, although I'm saying, um, I kind of want the communication to end. I don't think I believe it. so that's from me being able to kind of be aware that there is a conflict going on inside of me from what I'm saying and what I'm believing and actually going deep enough to realize that my inner needs my inner child is speaking up and I need to honor that I need to listen to that and I need to have these difficult conversations just like whatever the outcome might be I need to come from a place of compassion, a place of love, a place of um, empathy, sympathy, and to genuinely articulate how I am feeling while being, um, like, not minimizing what I'm saying, but as well, like, not attacking, like, not coming from a defensive point from my my standing in attacking the other person because they make me feel a certain way, because no one can make me feel a certain way. That happens inside of me. That's not something that they have caused um I may have got triggered by things they've said and done and um that in itself is a journey I've got to take on myself because I can't control the other person I can't control what they've done what they've said but I can control how I choose to live my life now that it has happened (laughs) so From now is it's kind of like a tipping point. Now it's either gonna go great, things are gonna go better because of this conversation and therefore like our relationship, our friendship will be better. Or it may be the case whereby it does not go that way and by me expressing my needs and everything and having this difficult conversation, it may be that we may need to terminate this friendship and that is okay too. So whichever direction this goes in, I need to have that conversation, I need to tell myself that I Right now, I'm not okay, but I will be, inshallah, once I have this conversation. So, stop avoiding it. <laughs> and I should just express my needs. And Because the longer I leave it, the worse I'm going to feel. So, at the end of the day, avoidance is the worst coping mechanism, which my therapist has told me before. And although I try my best to um, kind of do things in the moment and... um speak about things as soon as possible sometimes I do go back into my old habits of avoidance and that's okay <laughs> I'm human I'm literally just a human being and I'm still trying to find my way in my own healing journey but self-awareness is key so stopping yourself when you see that you are going back into your old habits old coping mechanisms that do not serve you and realize right now Allah is giving me a chance to change. Allah is giving me a chance to show that I am capable of growth. This is literally my test right now to see do I react the same way I always have done in the past when I wasn't self-aware or do I take the chance now to actually try my best to speak from a place of integrity, to be honest and upfront and speak about my boundaries, express my needs and if they do not get met after expressing them, then take the step to move away. Don't just either run away or avoid the conversation because you want to avoid conflict and you don't want to hurt the other person and you kind of think that it's better just to leave it and then not talk and then it's all awkward and there's tension. <laughs> there's just way too many side effects that come from avoidance and something is going on inside your mind and something is happening inside the other person's mind. They have no idea what's going on inside your mind and you've got no idea what's going on inside theirs. So the only way to um, move forward in a growth mindset And in a very productive kind of way, is in honouring your boundaries, honouring your needs, in expressing yourself, having an actual conversation with the person instead of just inside your mind (laughs) of everything you want to say but you never actually say it to the person face to face or over a phone call or whatever. Um... So, uh that is something that I have realized and I wanted to bring it to your attention <laughs> to all of my dearest listeners who listen to my podcast and you know I'm so grateful for all of you and I really do truly hope that whatever I talk about is of benefit even when I do get rambly sometimes. Um I mean I'm I'm not a, I'm not a motivational speaker. <laughs> I don't claim to be. Um I'm not a perfect person. I'm just someone else who is trying my best to heal from traumas that I've gone through in my life and to, inshallah, share my knowledge and impart some wisdom for whatever I have gathered in my own personal development journey and, inshallah, help other people along the way. And if you want to, you can have me as your coach, inshallah, and we can go through this together. So just to know that you're not alone, you are supported, you are loved, you do matter. Your feelings and your needs are important and they do need to get met as long as they are in within halal boundaries. And, you know, give yourself that chance to grow. A lot of the times we don't give ourselves that chance and it's a massive shame. Just because healing is a difficult journey and it is hard, like, growth can hurt quite a lot at times, but in growing, you are leveling up, you're becoming a whole new person, you're experiencing a different level of life that you'd never experienced before, because your experiences are are widening your um, view of life, like, every kind of moment we're alive we go through different experiences and we get to learn more about ourselves and who we are and how resilient we are and what are our passions in life what do we like what do we dislike who are we (laughs) it's like a constant unraveling of who we thought we were but now finding out who we actually are and it's a beautiful journey to go on and I truly believe that more of us need to go on it but that comes at a time and place when Allah knows that we are ready to embrace it and that we need it But this might even just be just planting seeds. And maybe, maybe, maybe you don't resonate with anything that I say, but at some point in your life, it may become relevant. And that's the case with whoever. Like, you know, it's the same as with me. Like, a lot of the times when I was younger, um, people used to tell me things like, you know, sharing wisdom and stuff like that. And at the time, I just shoved it away. Like, don't speak about this kind of stuff to me because I wasn't ready to internalize any of it but now I'm at the point in life where everything makes sense (laughs) and I'm like oh my god they were so wise why didn't I listen to them back then but that's coming from a place of oh my god I'm so stupid like I should have known better but the truth is I didn't know better I wasn't ready to internalize things back then I was not self-aware um I was not in a place of growth I was more in a victim mentality. And therefore, I did not know any better. So I can't beat myself up about not knowing what I know now, back then. (laughs) That's just silly. Um, It's like, for example, going to a a kid who's in kindergarten and being like, can you solve this quadratic formula? (laughs) Like, they don't even know what 1 plus 1 is. (laughs) You can't just go into, like, algebra to a kid who doesn't know any better, like, they, they're literally doing their, like, their basic times tables, so, like, it's the same thing, like, we do that to ourselves now, like, I should, I, like, I didn't know what I know now back then, and uh, so I can't hold that against myself, but Alhamdulillah, now I do know what I know, and now I can choose to live a better life, and the thing is, um, when you come from a place of trauma, and a place of, um, when you, when you've had, like, a traumatic childhood, uh your brain doesn't function the same as other people so please don't um think that you're behind in life or that um you know you're you're not where you should be because you see other people doing other things and you you feel left out you feel left behind like i feel like that um it comes and goes but well, I dealt with quite a lot of that for a lot of my life, thinking that everyone else has their life together, they know what they want to be, they know who they are, they've got married, they've got kids, they're experiencing life, they've got great careers, they're already excelling in their fields, like, everyone just seems to have their act together, you know, from a younger kind of age, and I always felt like I was behind in life and stuff, but the thing is, like, I have gone through a lot of trauma, and in doing so, like, I didn't know who I was, I didn't know what I wanted in life, I did, I just kind of, for a lot of my life, I was a bit of a people pleaser, not realising that I was, It was like a covert people pleaser, like honestly, I didn't, I didn't even realise. And now that I'm realising, I'm like, oh, everything makes sense. Um, but I didn't really live my life for me, so it was really hard for me to kind of find my path when I'm letting other people dictate what my path is. <laughs> so I'm in a different place now, alhamdulillah, and I feel better in myself and i'm still learning i'm growing and i know that this journey is exactly how it was meant to be so like the previous um kind of episode that i spoke about divine timing it's like that right everything has its time and place um alhamdulillah i'm not in any race to anyone else i'm not in any comparison to anyone else because my journey is mine alone to walk and to go down and whether or not i have the same things other people have because besides the point, <laughs> everyone is on their own journey, you know. There's certain things that people can handle which other people can't right now. Which is why that, you know, you don't have what other people have. <laughs> like, imagine if, um, like, a kid. Um, a kid from school won, like, a race car. <laughs> they can't even drive. They don't have a license. So, why would they have this car? Like, maybe they've got this dream, of, oh, I want to be a race, race, race car driver or whatever, you know? I don't know what you call them. <laughs> um, like, they've got this dream that that's what they want, this is their dream car and everything, and then all of a sudden they win it, but they're, like, six years old. <laughs> like, they can't drive, you know? So, in the same kind of way, sometimes we think we're ready for something, And we're like, yeah, I've got this dream. I've got this vision. Yeah, I could do this. Like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have this great career. I want to build my own business. I'm going to be like a millionaire by the time I'm 25. You know, (laughs) like you have all of these dreams, but then if it doesn't happen when you want it to happen, there's a reason behind it. Maybe you don't have the skill set you need. Maybe you don't have the communication skills that you should have when you're trying to be in a relationship with someone. Um, maybe you don't deal with conflict well. So Allah is going gonna, is gonna to put you through um, situations where you're going to build up your... Um, your ability to navigate through conflict better so that you will, when the time is right, when Allah brings you that person and you can get married to them, you will be able to resolve those conflicts in a healthy way, you know? So, um, like, you know, alhamdulillah, we all have these desires in life, but Allah doesn't just give us what we desire. He gives us what we need. And what we need sometimes is not always what we want. <laughs> and what if your entire vision of what you want in life is completely the opposite of what you need like sometimes we have to really internalize what that means as well <laughs> Allah knows us better than we know ourselves but this is our journey to get to know ourselves right so alhamdulillah I've gone on so many different tangents but <laughs> as always I hope this has been beneficial inshallah I really hope um there's some nuggets of wisdom in there that you can hold on to. Please feel free to share my episodes as well if you do find benefit in them, inshallah, because you never know who needs to know, who needs to listen. Um, and you know, it's all just sadiqah, jariyah, at the end of the day. We share our experiences, we don't feel so alone anymore, we feel connected, that we belong, and you know, alhamdulillah, that we're all on our own journeys. So embrace your uniqueness, embrace whatever period of life you're in right now, whether that's in a job, whether it's jobless, whether you're living at home, whether you've got your own place, whether you're married, you're unmarried, you're divorced, you're engaged, you are you have kids, you don't have kids, you're getting older, you have um, un- unmet, you've only just realised your purpose and your potential and you really want to go forth and and travel the world and explore your dreams and you know make things happen (laughs) so alhamdulillah we're all on our own path so don't feel like you have to compare yourself or that you're behind in life or anything like that and if you do believe that about yourself question it why do you feel like that that in itself is really powerful why do you feel like you're behind in life ask yourself the question and sit with it until an answer comes up For anything you feel, anything you believe, sit with that belief and ask yourself, why? Why do I feel like this? Why do I believe that? Why is this something that bothers me so much? Keep asking yourself why and let your mind and your body come up with the answers. That's how you get to know yourself. You actually talk to yourself and you get to know yourself. So anyways, inshallah, I hope that is, um, I really do hope it's been of benefit, <laughs> inshallah. And I will speak to you guys in my next episode, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.